Welcome to Training for Manhood, an ongoing exploration and adventure intended to be fast, fun, and formative for guys who desire to be the best men they can. Young or old, there are always areas for improvement, growth, and maturity. We hope you'll pay attention and put into practice the useful advice you hear on this podcast. But remember, the goal isn't just to listen, but to do what you learn. Welcome to Training for Manhood. Hey guys, welcome back to Training for Manhood. This is Dan Panetti. Just had a, um, a little event in the life of our uh, family. I uh, had uh, the youngest son turn 18 years old and had a little birthday blessing uh, time with uh, with Campbell and some guys that we invited in. And um, uh, I didn't want to record the actual um, birthday blessing time because I didn't want people to <clears throat> kind of be you know performing uh, and saying things. I wanted them to just be uh, authentic and real and honest and uh, be able to say what needed to be said. But I did take some notes um, from that time, and I just wanted to share these with you guys, because I think uh, this is an important part of training for manhood, um, is finding other men that you can surround yourself with, um, guys who are a little bit older than you, guys that are your same age, um, guys that are younger than you, that can su- speak some life uh, into you. I know we've had Ricky Shalette on before, and he's talked about um, uh, how men need affirmation, attention, and affection. Uh, and just the words of encouragement, the words of affirmation um, from other men is such an important part um, of the developmental process. Um, this is kind of a, an idea that came from uh, Robert Lewis has a book called, um, oh, what's the, the book? Um, Raising a Modern Day Knight. Okay. Um, and in, in his book, he, one of the things he talks about is just how uh, the American culture is probably one of the only cultures in the world that doesn't have um, a ceremony moving from adolescence to adulthood, uh, moving from boyhood to manhood. And so um, he's real big on kind of um, producing this particular ceremony. And so uh, when the two older boys were younger, we did this uh, for their 13th birthday. Uh, we called in some guys. We spoke uh, to the boys uh, for their 13th birthday. Um, and it was interesting because with Campbell, uh, as he came along, he's the fourth child. Um, and the 13th birthday kind of came and went. And then the 14th birthday kind of came and went. Uh, the next thing you know, we're at the 18th. 18th birthday. And I was like, you know what? I really want to do this uh, before he leaves our home. And 18 is kind of a fun year to do it. And so uh, we were, we, we, you know, put a group of guys together, um, spoke some words of encouragement to Campbell. And I was talking to the boys afterwards and they're like, you know what? It was probably more meaningful to have this done at the 18th birthday than at the 13th birthday. Not saying that 13 is not a great year um, to kind of, you know, kind of raise the standard, um, you know, set that concept in a young man's heart and mind uh, that he's on the path to manhood. But just to to remember it, you know, the boys didn't remember much about uh, what was said or who said it at their 13th birthday. Um, but I think Campbell will remember a lot of what was said uh, at his 18th birthday. And so just want to throw that out there um, for you guys. One, if you're raising kids, or two, if you're just looking for a great thing to do um, for a friend, a brother in Christ, um, put a birthday blessing time together for somebody. Uh, invite, you know, five, six, seven, eight guys um, that can speak truth into the life of a guy um, at his birthday. Right, just kind of you know pick that time and just say, hey, listen, you've you've made one more trip around the sun. Uh, let's see how you've grown and developed. And uh, as a family, we do this uh, kind of with like. Uh, when our family gets together for the uh, lunch, right? We kind of we say our words of encouragement to people. We uh, we shoot out a family text to everybody, and you know, thirty people hop on there and say words of encouragement. And so I think I think this is just a a big um, aspect from a training for manhood concept that you need to have a constant and consistent opportunity for speak for people to speak words of loving affirmation, uh, which can also mean um, the words are 
you know, uh, constructive criticism, right? I mean, things that you can grow in, things that you can, uh, you know, good, good uh, assessments, warnings, right? Um, and I, I just want to share a couple of the things that were uh, shared with Campbell uh, to kind of give you an example. And so uh, the first guy who started out actually brought a present. Uh, Jason, uh, and um, he, he asked, he goes, hey, can I, can I take a present to this? And I said, sure. Uh, it was a hatchet, right? So, so you know, like an axe. Um, and uh, it was, we were kind of laughing because we were in a place that was, um, you know, a, at the church, right? And it was funny to walk in because, you know, the hatchet was in a bag. And it's kind of like we need to make sure we put that back in the bag when we walk out. Um, but anyway, uh, Jason talked a lot about um, sharpening your blade, right? Um, the Proverbs 27 concept is iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Um, I, I love it because it's an Abraham Lincoln concept, right? Where he said, if I've got six hours to chop down a tree, I'll take the first four hours and I'll sharpen my blade. And so the idea from Jason was Campbell right? You're a sharp young man, right? You're, you're, um, leaning into the things of the Lord. You're, you're wise, uh, beyond your years. You're, you're learning, you're listening, but here's the deal. Um, as you go on through life, that blade of your life can become dull, um, through use and through time. And so you have to remind yourself to continue to sharpen yourself. Um, and so just that, uh, that concept of sharpen your blade, it was interesting, um, cause it was, it was a great picture, but then, uh, Parker, right. My second son, um, later jumped on that particular concept and said, not only is sharpening your blade important, but swinging the ax is important right? You don't want to just have a sharp axe if you're actually not going to use it. And I think that was a great reminder uh, for all of us in the room, right? Is what is God preparing you for? Uh, You don't want to go through life of just being, um, having wisdom and having discernment, right? But not actually going out and engaging the culture, right? With the gospel. Uh, And so just a great reminder, great picture um, that, that, uh, that you have. And and I I love uh, those two uh, put together. Um, my brother-in-law, Matthew, went through the Hebrews 12, uh, 2, right? Let us run the race marked uh, for us with perseverance, right? Who are the cloud of witnesses that are around you? Um, he said, he asked this question, he said, who are the men who are modeling life for you? Uh, just again, right? I mean, this is training for manhood 101, right? This is who are the men that you're paying attention to, that you're learning from, that you're listening to, that you're um, allowing to speak truth into your life that are modeling the way for you. And I think that's a great reminder for all of us as men, right? Who are, who are we letting come uh, into our lives? Um, and so Matthew had some great things in there. Um, Mike um, shared about this whole concept that he really sees uh, wisdom uh, in Campbell uh, and that he uh, continues to need men to invest in him. Um, and so don't, in a sense, it's kind of like, don't get to the point where you're a know-it-all, right? Where you uh, feel like you've arrived, right? Not even Paul felt like you've, he, he had, had arrived, you know, in scripture, right? Always opportunity to learn uh, and to grow. And so, um, you know, even as you are pouring into the lives of other men, who are the men that are pouring uh, into you? Um, Andy uh, spoke some great things about um, you know, Campbell that he sees, um, he called him a rock. He said he was relational. He said it was the life of the party, had a great sense of joy. Um, that reminded me actually of, um, in, uh, in First Samuel when it talked about David. Uh, and uh, David was a, a man who was skilled in playing, right? The, the whole idea that they were uh, looking for somebody to play music for King Saul. And so, you know, they said, hey, I know a guy, David, he's skilled in playing. And then they said he's a, um, a man of valor, a man of war, uh, prudent in speech, a man of good presence, and the Lord is with him. And just that man of good presence concept. I love that idea that when you walk into a room, how are you received and perceived by other people? 
Um, do you carry yourself with a presence um, not only of joy, but of, of seriousness and weight? Um, or are you kind of, you know, are you the, the, the court jester? Are you the silly one? Are you the one who's always looking uh, for attention, even at the expense of others? And so I just think it's a great reminder for us um, as men, right, that there is a certain presence that we carry. Um, and uh, if you don't know what yours is, it's a great opportunity for you to sit down with some other guys and to ask, right? When I walk into a room, um, how is, what, what is my uh, persona, right? What, what do I give off? Um, you know, am I approachable, right? Am I uh, winsome and persuasive? Um, you know, am I hospitable, right? These are great things uh, for you to ask other men uh, or other people in your life so that they can speak truth into your life on those things. Um, anyway, uh, uh, Preston shared about how uh, Campbell was mature uh, beyond his years and just uh, being able to speak that maturity. I've talked about this often, right? The Psalm 144, 12 verse um, when David is writing about how do you know that God has blessed a people, blessed a nation. And one of the things he said is your young boys, right, will be like well-nurtured plants. In a sense, your young boys will start acting mature um, before kind of their time, right? It says girls will be like uh, pillars carved to adorn a palace. Um, guys will be like a, a well-manicured lawn. And so um, learning self-control, right? If you think about it from the uh, the Titus 2 principle, right? That young men, the only thing it says that you need to have as a young man is self-control. And I think that's a great reminder to us uh, that when you see that maturity, when you see that ability as a young man to be able to say no, uh, two things, you know, that peer pressure to others around them, um, older people um, even, um, speaking to them and asking to, uh, them to do things um, that aren't in their, their, their best interest. Can a young person, right, have the maturity to stand up and say, no, that's not in my best re- interest. That's not the path that I want to go down. Um, so um, um, Jonathan uh, sent a letter, um, had a great thing. He wasn't able to show up. He was uh, doing a men's conference, um, did some great words of encouragement uh, to Campbell and spoke to some of the things that he sees in him and then uh, reminded him um, to, to continue to do these things, right? Always uh, honor God in all that you do, no matter what the cost, commit your path to him. No matter what the situation, give your plans to him. And I think that's a great reminder uh, for all of us as, as men, right? Regardless of the cost, right? We've got to walk the walk, not just talk the talk. Um, one of the things that uh, that Jonathan and I had talked about before too was a, um, a concept of, he was doing a men's conference on slaying the giant, uh, and of course, you know, First Samuel 17 is David where he fights against Goliath. Uh, and that's kind of the easy place to go to when you want to talk about slaying the giant. Um, but Jonathan's concept was, you know what, it's the Romans 6, the giant inside of you is really the giant that you have to slay. Um, and that is, right, your own sin nature. And you've got to put it to death um, every single day, right? Uh, Rosario Butterfield says you got to drive a fresh nail into your sin every single day, maybe even multiple times a day. Um, and so instead of just slaying the giant um, that's opposed to you, that is out there, um, one of the things uh, that you'll see in Scripture um, is often, um, you know, we're, we're told not to fight um, against things. We're told to flee, right? So if uh, if there's an opportunity uh, to leave a situation instead of fighting against it, right? Uh, Joseph uh, with Potiphar's wife, right? Just flee the situation, right? Sexual immorality, flee. You, know, you don't need to be there, right? Pick pick wise places to go to, right? You don't have to fight against that. Um, you can flee from it. Um, but the whole idea is no matter where you go, um, you can't flee yourself, right? You take yourself wherever you go. And so your own sin nature, your own flesh goes with you wherever you go, and you've got to learn to fight that. So Colossians 3 talks about setting your mind 
not on earthly things, but on heavenly things, and just how difficult that process is from a Christian perspective, uh, learning to, training to think about things uh, that are greater than the situation right in front of you, but seeing things from an eternal perspective. And I think that's a great reminder just for a young person um, to uh, to be reminded that, you know, their life for a young person, you know, I mean, you think about social media and all the different things that happen to them. Everything happens to be so quick and immediate, right? Everything's short. Um, but life is a long journey. Um, it, it's a marathon. And you don't want to make decisions when you're young. Um, you know, Scripture talks about uh, that you will reap what you sow. Uh, and so often, uh, we don't really pay attention to what we're sowing until, right, our 20s, our 30s, our 40s, when we begin reaping, uh, and we realize, oh my goodness, I'm not reaping the harvest that I want, uh, and you can't go back and sow a different seed, right? It's it's too late for that. And so the concept for a young man, uh, think about this from a training for manhood uh, you know, perspective, if you're a young man listening to this, you have to evaluate the seed that you're sowing in your life now, right? What will be the harvest that will come from those seeds? I'm, I'm just going to tell you, if you're planting apple seeds, you'll get apples, right? If you're planting pumpkin seeds, you'll get pumpkins. Um, if you're planting seeds of pride, um, of uh, pornography, uh, if you're planting seeds of um, d- distrust, uh, if you're planting seeds of arrogance, um, you will reap a harvest uh, that that seed will grow. Okay, and so just you know, understand if you're an older man uh, and you're reaping some of the harvest of the seeds that you planted years ago, uh, just realize that that's one of the great things about God's grace is He can move you in a different direction uh, at any particular time. There's there's no um, person who's beyond God's grace. A lot of the consequences, right? You're still going to have to face, but God can use anybody at any time. Uh, if they will give their life to Christ. Um, and God can use, right, your mess and make it into a message. Uh, so it's a great thing. Um, <clears throat> Sam, uh, Campbell's uh, cousin, uh, talked about how uh, Campbell loves others well. And I think that's a, uh, a great um, statement that you want said about you, right, is that, uh, that you are a person who values um, others and you value them well. And I think just from a man's perspective, right, I, I know a lot of men, uh, we focus on building our own kingdom and developing ourselves and looking at um, ourselves right through this myopic lens. Um, but the concept is if you've been blessed, you've been blessed to be a blessing. And so the, the reality is, is how are you using what God has given you to impact the lives of those people around you? Um, start with your family. Um, you know, what are you, what are you doing to impact your family? Um, you know, go to your church and then go to your community. Uh, where do you see your impact being? Um, you know, as, as you are given, uh, that role and that responsibility to, um, to bless others with the time, the talents and the treasure that God has given you, right? Can you see that impact in the lives of other people around you? Or are you so self-centered and self-absorbed that people around you are overlooked, right? They're forgotten. They're, um, they're less than, and how do, how do people feel? And I think that's a great uh, question that you have to ask uh, and answer as you go through there. And so um, my birthday has always been uh, kind of a time for me to do a self-reflection and evaluation. Um, you know, some people might do it at uh, January 1st, but I love uh, my birthday to be that time, right, where 
I can focus not on the, the changing of the calendar year, but the changing of the year for Dan Panetti, right? That this is when, you know, Dan Panetti came into the world. And um, I look at the, um, you know, my assessment in terms of where have I grown? What work do I continue to need? Um, you know, areas that I need to continue to work on. Um, you know, where, where do I need to stop and, and go back and sharpen my ax, right? Where do I need to go swing that thing and, and put it to use? Uh, where are the people around me that I need to be investing in? And then who are the people that I'm allowing to speak uh, into my life, speak words of encouragement? Now, I'll say this. Um, it's not just people speaking words of encouragement um, or truth into your life, but there's, there's an enemy uh, that would love to whisper lies into your life. Um, and, uh, you know, you have to be very careful about what um, information you allow uh, into your head. And, and, and it needs to be true. That's why you you, uh, you desperately need to know the word of God so that you can evaluate those things that are false and those things that are true. Not your truth, right? But the truth. And I think that's a, that's a really important reminder is why should you be spending time uh, in the word of God so that you know truth because truth will set you free. Uh, I love Psalm uh, 119, 130 says that uh, the word of God, the unveiling or the unfolding of the word of God makes the simple wise. Uh, and that's one of the great things is you don't have to be uh, brilliant, you know, be a rocket scientist or whatever. You don't have to be super smart <clears throat> to be wise um, and know truth. Uh, if you know the word of God, then you are wise and you know truth. That's the measure. That's the mark of a man is, is not only how much scripture do you know, but how much scripture have you allowed to seep into your life and make a difference in the way that you live. Um, and I think that's uh, an important aspect uh, from our perspective, right, in terms of men, um, as you're evaluating yourself, as you're looking at uh, where you are on your particular path, ask that question, right? How much scripture do I know? and have allowed to impact my life so that I'm making decisions based on the word of God as I move forward. So anyway, it was just a great time, a birthday blessing. Um, I don't know when your next birthday is or what number it is, but I would say um, take an opportunity uh, to allow some other guys to come around you and use that particular day um, as a self-reflection, self-assessment day. Allow some men to speak truth into your life and find some great men to do it, right? Find some great men to speak truth into your life um, so that you can be constantly improving and growing in your life. And that is my prayer for you. It was my prayer for Campbell as he turned 18, and it's my prayer for you as you're listening to Training for Manhood. Thank you for listening to Training for Manhood. If you found the conversation to be valuable, make sure to rate us where you listen to podcasts. Also, check out additional content on our website, trainingformanhood.com. That's training, the number four, manhood.com. Until next time, in the words of King David, be strong and show yourself a man.